Passing Dimes is over the moon to partner with BetStamp. BetStamp is a mobile app in the sports betting space that shows you the odds from every sports book in one spot. Do you enjoy betting on the NHL, the NBA, the NFL, World Cup, or more? With BetStamp, you can compare the best available odds at one sportsbook versus the worst odds at another sportsbook all in one place. Go to the App Store today and download BetStamp for free and use code DIMES, that's D-I-M-E-S. For a limited time, BetStamp is offering you, a friend of the show, an opportunity to learn more about BetStamp and several sportsbooks where you can get an edge in online sports betting. Message the Passing Dimes Instagram or Facebook account for more information. Hello everyone, welcome back to Sharp Cuts. My name is Garrett May alongside Josh Nickel. As always, welcome back to the show. We are on a roll, Josh. I'm feeling hype. But we got a few things to get through first, okay? First of all, I got a new job. So like now I have even more excuse to be unprepared for arriving because I actually have to go into the office, Josh. So you got to give me a break. You get to go into this center and do this beach volleyball thing. Okay, I actually got to work for a living, okay? So just understand that, all right? And I expect you're you're going to be okay with that. I'm on board so far, Garrett. Okay, good. Because the next topic we got to get to is you absolutely bamboozling people to get on this show and burying me, and I absolutely hate it. So our guest, welcome to the show, Anna Fior. It's <laughs> great to have you. you. Welcome to the that, show. Right? Hey, when you that. bring hey. this insider stuff to me, it's getting called out immediately, Josh. How dare mm-hmm. you, under false mm-hmm. pretenses, tell her she's going on your B show, Passing Dimes, mm-hmm. when really she's coming on the A show, Sharp Cuts. Ooh. Wow. Which one? That was the a B sharp show? cut already. That was already a sharp cut. Wow. What do you have to say for yourself, Josh? First well, of all, Garrett, welcome Anna, to the show. It's yeah, great to have you. Thank you for joining I mean, us. But now I'm pissed that you joined. You didn't know it was going to be with me. So maybe you're pissed and you are you pissed? I'm a little annoyed, Garrett. I'm a little annoyed at the start because not we have, you. I'm not asking you oh, if no, you're I'm pissed, Josh. We, we have a not U about you is Anna. Our guest is she we, upset? We have an OUA champion, a U Sports national champion, which was like the Ontario streak that they finally broke at U of T. She's played for the indoor women's national team. She's played for the beach national team, and I'm kind of using her as a crutch because last episode, Garrett, you popped off about indoor and beach players. So I tried to get some ammunition for this week's show. And yes, welcome to the B mm. show, this side stage. Welcome Anna to Sharp Cuts. Okay, wow, don't try to cover you. up your blasphemous maneuver with a nice <laughs> intro for Anna, okay? Yeah. And are you okay, by the way? Like, are you pissed you now that me? you know surprise? You know, I was bamboozled, I will say. I was bamboozled. Um, however, Josh's little face, like, what was I going to say? No, I can't. He's too nice. What was I supposed to say to him? Speaking of Josh's face, that brings me to the next topic, is if you're listening and not watching, there is a disgusting growth that has appeared on Josh's upper lip for oh, only, I can assume, for November. But it is, you've got full handlebar mustache going there, Josh, and it's kind of badass. It, it's, I'm glad you mentioned, you know, for the listeners, Garrett, that anyone watching on video is not seeing it. I don't think it's showing up on video either. Like, it's still not it's at not. its peak here. Uh, well, it's, it's true. Get get real close to the camera for our, our viewers. Get right up there and see the dirt. Oh. oh, you don't even have the handlebars going. No, you just have not, the stash. Oh, it's, kind of, it's like a patchy mustache, which is not a good look for anyone. But but Garrett, I will try to bamboozle guests on the show. I will try to bamboozle people to sign up for our partner, BetStamp. Download the app, use Dimes there. But I won't bamboozle this. Please go to Grant O'Gorman's Movember page. I think he's a great ambassador for Movember. So I don't even create my own page anymore, Garrett, because it's just sad seeing like you're the only one who donated to yourself. So I donate to Grant. I would encourage any of our listeners, if you want to support Support November, like to go to Grant. I'm just kind of like the poster, and then if anyone asks me about it, I send it to Grant because I think he's doing a great job. I, I agree. Probably do that actually. Yeah, that's actually probably just a, a legit thing we should all do. I mean, we we spin a lot of crap on this show, but that's genuine. So let's not sully it by making an off-color joke. Yeah, this once again, I'm the one bringing credibility to the show. But do we have any topics tonight? Are you? Do- <laughs> I mean, we have any topics? We have a bunch of like, what do you, we intro? We haven't addressed the issue of why you brought Anna on the show. So for the one listener who made it to the entirety of last yep, week's show, that was it. <laughs> Garrett, he, uh, intentionally, uh, maybe you're back. Maybe this got like, you went fishing and maybe this worked. I shouldn't speak at a turn. But basically, Anna, Garrett said, every beach volleyball player is a failed indoor player. The only reason you play beach is because you couldn't make the coin doing indoor. 
Wow, this is Sharp Cuts. It's Sharp Cuts, but Josh is giving no context. And I'm not sure if I'm going to actually give the context. context. It doesn't need context. Well, hey, yeah, like, should I just wear it without context? Like, just take it on and and take that on and, and bury it. Or do I give some additional context? Which would you prefer, Anna? My first question is, you know, Garrett, were you an indoor player first? Yes, a failed indoor player. Okay. So, so this all tracks. Um, yeah, wait, I was a failed indoor play player and went to play beach. So uh, like, oh, okay. I'm exhibit A. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, I don't love the terminology, but there is some merit to it. Okay. <laughs> Josh, take it, Josh. No, I, don't, I don't like the terminology of failed. Okay. However, I will round it out and say, do I get to do more playing beach? Yes. Is it more fun? Yes. That's why I left the indoor team. However, did I get cut in 2019 from the national team indoor? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. So to your point, do we okay, so to, we don't know, like brighter the term. horizons, brighter horizons, yes. you know, leaving. Pursuing and, and other opportunities, you know, well, pursuing maybe having fun playing volleyball there's a thought you know for a lot of indoor players it wasn't as enjoyable i don't know i don't like the terminology but i cannot obviously i have no legs to stand on maybe i can rebrand my hot take josh Mm -hmm. instead of failed indoor players i can say something different you know maybe we can brainstorm some terms to make this more palatable hopeful retired indoor players that want to enjoy themselves oh i was thinking washed up or Oh, okay. You know, yeah, no. Similar. So we had the same similar attitude Broken, bruised. De- depressed. Yeah. Depressed. Yeah. Lonely. Especially, the, you know, going pro, coming back, I would say, you know, unstable. You know? Uh, wait. Who are looking for the, a little bit of stability. Okay, so if we're going to change the terms, we should change it to beach pro beach players are unstable indoor players. <laughs> or... or <laughs> I don't think we should no. use that one. I think we should avoid that one. <laughs> no, I mean, if you're, I mean, this is wrong. Obviously, now that I'm, I'm part of the beach world, it's not more stable. But, you know, indoor, it's a lot of moving around. It's crazy. I don't know. So I, it seems I can like. I that. I can tell you that. Generally, Anna is agreeing with me, Josh. No. Correct. She just Correct. doesn't like to cut as sharp as I do. I don't. I don't want it on the record that indoor beach players are <laughs> failed indoor players. That I know is- you don't want it on the record, but you kind of get it. You kind of get it. But I will say we are definitely looking for something different after indoor to come to the beach. It's drastic enough that you are pivoting. It's it's a pivot. Pivot. It's, and there's it's a hard a reason pivot. for the pivot. Yeah. It's a big reason for the pivot. Yeah. Yep. But there's some know, serious roadblocks. In your way. You get, you, more, you get to do more skills. That It's attractive. You get to do all the skills. You get to be fit and like work out every day. I don't know. I see that. It's an off-ramp on the highway of your volleyball career. You know, it's an exit. I dis- <sighs> I disagree. I don't know. Now I'm <laughs> I hate your terminology. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just don't want to swallow the pill that it is. But you kind of get where I'm coming from. I see that. Jo- it, uh, okay. Hey, comment down below. Let yes. us know what you think. Are are but, pro but, beach players failed indoor players? But also, don't hurt our feelings. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's a hot take. I think there's a few examples of offended, ones that are not. You defend a lot of people with that one. You don't offend me because I get it. I get it. Well, listen. It, to give the context now that our listeners listened to us and is now hating me for the last five minutes, we we had a segment at the end of last, you can go listen to it, it's out there, mm-hmm. where we asked for hot takes and Josh had absolutely zero. Josh was not ready to give a single hot take because Josh is a king mm-hmm. fence sitter. So Garrett was out there spitting out hot takes and sure. that I guess was the hottest of them. So we left on a cliffhanger, sure. Josh. And you don't, you know what? You're staying quiet because look at who's got the upper hand now, bud. Look I've at the guest you brought in. You thought she was going to defend it, weren't you? I've been upset for a week, Garrett. I'm actually, I, I'm conflicted with myself. You've been upset what for you're a week? Saying, my, I have my backup. I want to disagree with you. But from like a, a, an analytical standpoint, a factual standpoint, I'm having trouble defending this because mm. 
Sarah Pavin on the women's side, I think, would be the poster person oh, who could play whatever version of volleyball we're playing. She'd be the best at it. And then if he traced it back far enough, Ben Saxton was a heck of an indoor player. But, like, I would say it to their faces if they were here. Jake McNeil couldn't play on the indoor men's national team. Liam Kopp couldn't play. Like, I'm trying to go down the list of our players right now, and I don't think they could make the indoor team. And, and I'm not saying that everyone who plays on the indoor team has all the skills. Like, there's some incredibly, like, specialized people. But I think, like, we were not a serious option for like anyone who could play both like a Steven Marr and Eric Lepke, like the guys who could play any version of volleyball. I don't think they ever really stopped to consider beach. Yeah. And like, I'm glad you brought up Sarah Pavin because Sarah went from being a successful indoor player to a beach player, but let's redefine failure and success here. Why mm-hmm. did she go to play beach? Cause she couldn't win indoors. Her team kept failing. So she had to go win herself and she did. It's the fun, Garrett. It's the fun. It's not the the fun. She She went to win. She's making so much money. No. Yeah. She's making less money now than she did playing indoor. Guaranteed. Yes. Because she made the money and now she's having fun. Now she's winning. (laughs) She went to win and she's doing it. She went to world champion. Olympian, she was not going to be those two things playing for our indoor women's national team. Does that make you washed up? Or no, smart? No, but it's certainly a failed effort indoors if that's your goal. Oh, I disagree. I don't think it's a fail. I... Well, if you're you trying to be an Olympian, fail. if you're trying to be an Olympian, that's your goal, and you don't do it, is not a failure. That's, there's so many things out of your control with indoor. There's so many things. Oh, so a good reason to go to beach so you can be more successful and avoid the failures. In your control, in your control a little bit more for sure. Josh, how about you speak up here instead of letting me just argue with our, our guest who's been very nice so far. So Garrett, You're I sitting don't think... on the fence over there making me look like an idiot. So it's funny that Anna asked if you played because I find these moments hilarious. It reminds me when they had the Sass guys on the show. But Gary, you were uh, a CIS silver medalist. A lot of people don't know this, but uh, you made a Volleyball Canada team once. And I think Glenn explained to you what your role would be. And you said, you know what, that's a fair offer, but I think I'd rather go play Youth Worlds on the beach. So was winning or control the choice that drew you more to the beach? Because I think you could have played professional indoor. I'm not saying you would have been the best outside in Italy, but you could have played professional indoor. So why did yourself choose this before, you know, starting a podcast with your with your friends here and just ripping on, you know, my occupation and love of beach volleyball? <laughs> it was a terrible idea, Josh. It was a really bad move. It, you know, like I really shouldn't have done it. I should have stayed in indoor as long as I could and tried to play both and do that whole thing because like, I don't know. And when people try to get you to commit and like, go ahead, let's go full time beach. I'm like, what, what are you talking about? Like what, what skills at least on the men's game right now on the world tour are the most highly valued? I think blockers are worth their weight in gold right now, Garrett, any good. Okay, I was never going to be that. So let's, let's <laughs> eliminate that. Like me as a player, you know what, you, you want some physicality, you want some intensity, you want the ability to go up and pound it. 80% of the time, right? And where do you get good at those things? Hitting roll shots in the OVA tour? No. You got to go and hit a ton of balls indoors. So, I mean, why did I do it? Because I thought I would be better at beach, which I would, but I don't know. I'm not a good example for this. I played the barrow. I didn't build a lot of crazy excellent skills in the indoor court for, I mean, obviously played left side a little bit, but on the highest level that I played, it was libero. And translating those skills was, you know, fine. But I relearned a lot of stuff to be good at beach or as good as I am, whatever that is. Now, if the indoor national team offered you a spot, would you have taken it? Well, I I was on the indoor national team. Right. But if in 2019, they'd offered you a spot again. Mm. So they offered me a spot for free, no payment. And I said no, because no. And then I said, I'll go play beach then. I'll try my hand at that. Because, you know, I wasn't, I couldn't really afford to be out there without carding. And if my time is not valued, (laughs) then I'm not going to be out there. Um, Absolutely. I think, um, no, I I don't think I, that means I failed at indoor. I do think that means that I made choices for my well-being that I call a success. 
that means coming home. I'm from Ontario. I'm lucky enough to be here to train beach. So I think there's so many factors and I wanted to regain control of, you know, where my home was, what school I was doing, what I was able to do. Beach gives you a lot more freedom with that. Um, I don't know. I just don't see it as a fail to, you know, dropping one thing to succeed in another. Sarah is, a, you know, an anomaly where she's, I think she succeeded just amazingly at both. And that is rare to see. In my opinion, she succeeded playing indoor. If you're making that much money, you're succeeding in my eyes. Yeah, for sure. In that way. I think what I'm learning in this moment, mm-hmm. Josh, is that if you want to have a hot volleyball take, just take something only mildly, um, like only mildly strange or weird or challenging and just add mm-hmm. some harsh words to it. And then it's immediately <laughs> a hot take. So whenever we do a hot take section again, take notes, okay. Josh, because you just got to take your like it's your, one word. your most mediocre take and just add harsh words to it. It's a hot take. Yeah, like when Garrett finally announces his retirement, I can use the word failure on that or quitter because you you didn't reach the highest, so therefore you you quit. You quit on it. Absolutely. If you want to give a hot take, you should say, Garrett May is a quitter. Right. (laughs) He quit volleyball. He quit volleyball. (laughs) What a quitter. At the top. He won Beach Nationals and he quit. We haven't seen him since. What a quitter. Yeah. Quitter. That's a a lukewarm take. Hot take. Yeah, I'll take that. Or, I'm a quitter, Josh. But you're much happier with your decisions now. So, I mean. Well, no, I regret it immensely. That's why we're doing this show. So, anyways, um, <laughs> let's segue because we got more to talk about that I think we're going to hit in the Players of the Week and Clowns of the Week. And, Josh, before we even get into it, before we even get into it, every time I've asked, we're unsure if this is the fan favorite segment of the week, right? Because nobody wrote in to tell us whether they liked it or not. No longer can we say that, Josh, because somebody wrote in. Thank you, Lisa, for your feedback on the show. This is the fan favorite segment. We only have one segment, so not important. It's the fan favorite segment is Players and Clowns of the Week. And the reasoning was great because it's a great chance to call, you know, celebrate people in the community, but also normalize calling out things that aren't so great, which I really liked. That was not a hot take. That was a nice take on what we're doing, which is really just chirping people hard. So... Thank you, Lisa, for your comment and everybody's fan favorite segment of the week. So I trust Lisa I'll to speak first. for all fans. That's a fair statement. Lisa can speak for all of our fans. Absolutely. So segueing, I'll go first because mine, once again, are low-hanging fruit. So my first player of the week is Lisa Tam. Thank you, Lisa, for uh, commenting and confirming. I mean, when we get comments like that, I want to do the show again. I want to come back on. I want to keep it going. And that's awesome. So thank you. Player of the Week, and another low-hanging fruit, Josh. I realized that we don't get a lot of comments from people, but people do listen to the show. There are people listening right now. We don't know them, and they are listening to us speak. So for them, I say thank you, and that's a Player of the Week for you for listening to the show. But please hit that subscribe button because we're getting dangerously close to the number of episodes being higher than our subscribers. Um, the other thing is player of the week to this episode for being episode 69 of sharp cuts. Nice. I don't really want to clap for that, but I will because I'm a guest. Listen, I didn't try to say that mine were the best players of the week ever, Mm -hmm. but they're there. Oh, that's it. That's all you're bringing to the table. I told you, Anna, low hanging fruit. I told you I got a real job. I gotta, I gotta do my best here. So all of us have real jobs, Garrett. No, no, <laughs> no. We don't all have real jobs. Okay, Josh. Yeah, we do. Does not have a real job. Josh has the realest job ever. Uh, I'm sorry. Josh is a coach. <gasps> is that another don't hot take? You're saying like coaching that. isn't don't a job. Don't cut him like that. Let me, let me turn it into a hot take, though, Josh. It wasn't, but let me turn it into one. Coaching is not a real job. <laughs> that That's a harsh cut. You're right, right there. Because I would do it for free. And I'm just lucky to wake up yeah. every day and get paid to do this. Yeah. So thank you for. Yeah. Like, absolutely. <laughs> if I, you, my yeah. job, if I, would I do it for free? No, I don't like it that much. I like oh, okay. it, but I don't like it that much. Okay. So. 
I'm yeah, sorry, Anna. I'm sorry you're not impressed with my players of the week. Hopefully, my clowns okay. of the week will will raise the bar. Oh, wow. well, I can give so, you my player of the week. Players of the week. You got two. I got a, a whole team, which you uh, know, not low hanging fruit, best hanging fruit. We know it. It's uh, that entire women's sitting volleyball team, Team Canada. Big round of applause. I don't know if any of you guys tuned into that. Caught some illegal streams. It was amazing, amazing, amazing. So that's the first time I've ever yes. really sat down and watched full games, and uh, I was just blown away. So big kudos to them and uh, wishing them the best of luck because they qualified for the Paralympics 2024. Yes. So big snaps and from my side. Absolutely. And we'll double down on that because that was my player mm -hmm. of the week last week was the oh. Team Canada Women's Sitting Volleyball. So, I mean, come on, Anna. Like, watch oh, the show. I like, get it. No, get you're right. like, you're telling me mine are bad. You just recycled mine from last week. Come yeah. on. I wasn't but supposed also, to be here. <laughs> see if you will back up this other hot take of mine, because right now I'm one for one, Josh. Last week, another hot take of mine was that right now, today, our best volleyball national team is the Women's Sitting Volleyball National Team. Best national hey, that's team. Not a hot, that's not a hot take. Is that a hot take? No. It, well, I mean, there, there's factors that play there, but that's that's not that a hot take. Like, beach volleyball is, you know, moving around a little bit, moving and shaking. Indoor came off a pretty hot VNL stint, but you can't be the second place. So we all agree. I got respect for all of them, but the, the girls taking second place at Worlds, that's, that's not hot. Awesome. Well, hey, not a hot take then. Maybe I should choose harsher language. Okay, let's turn it into a hot take. Everybody else is bad, and Sydney volleyball yeah. is good. All of our national okay. teams are garbage, except yeah, for the except. women's sitting national team. Now you got yourself a hot take. That's a hot take right there. Mm -hmm. Okay, there we go. See, we're learning here. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. No. yeah. Great player of the week, Anna. I, I back it. Thank That's you. awesome. Congrats to them. Silver, right? Second in the world. Silver. Pretty good. Second in the world. Five five setter, like to Brazil. We all know that. Megatron of a volleyball country. So not bad. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, no, good one. Thanks, Anna. Okay, over to you, Josh. The the bar admittedly is pretty low for this, so you should be able to deliver. <laughs> oh, lowest hanging fruit, uh, totally, because I don't think this was announced when you claimed they were players of the week, Garrett, and I understand player of the week to be an individual, so instead of honoring the whole team, I'm just going to go yeah. Heidi Peters, who was named MVP of the tournament uh, on, a, on the second place team, so Heidi Peters is the player of the week, Garrett, from our women's sitting team. Snaps for Heidi. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I mean, yeah, congrats, Heidi. Like, absolutely. <laughs> Great performance. Shout out to Heidi. It's very tough to win MVP coming second. Yeah, that is, that's crazy. That is very challenging. It's also a subtle, sharp cut to your entire team. Yeah. Because basically, <laughs> they're saying, kind of feel that. <laughs> you lost. She was the MVP. So what were the rest of you doing? <laughs> that, I, I don't have the press release in front of me. Uh, our libero also got an award. Uh, I believe Danny got a, a receiver award. So there was other Team Canada awards being handed out, Garrett. But uh, yeah, Yes, yes, for sure. And well-deserved because the second place team, you should have some all-stars for sure. But MVP, most valuable player is what it stands for. That's a harsh cut by That's the whole true. committee I've doing that. I've never, ever been in a tournament where the, the MVP didn't come from the best team. The top team. Me neither. Never. Never seen that. But my biological father, it happened to him a few times where he played in a tournament, came second, <laughs> lost, and his partner got the MVP. That's an absolute burial. Well, they wouldn't an be there. Absolute burial. <laughs> burial. Yeah, like an absolute burial. You played with Garth Garth Pischke in a tournament. Garth got the MVP in a silver medal result. Like <laughs> Harsh, right? It's way yeah, worse when it's just that two. That's, that's harsh. That's harsh. I'll give that to you. Right? Yeah. yeah. So what are they thinking? <laughs> that's harsh, especially on beach. That's really. So that's a funeral. So two-sided coin here. MVP to Heidi. Congrats. Cloud of the week to the like to the rest of the team to the committee. Like what? <laughs> I like no, no, well, no chance. No chance. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean. Honestly, what a weak performance by all three of us, I think, in this player. No, of the really. Week. I think pretty um, low hanging fruit. Probably all weakest around. by 
you, Garrett, is what I'll say. Of there. the three, of the three, mine is probably the weakest. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I didn't actually hear I any mention of volleyball. The listeners, so. player of the week to the listeners, like right. weak. That right? says I've never had an adult job and I got overwhelmed today. <laughs> it it screams unpreparedness. Right. Yes, absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. But having said that. We were named Players of the Week last week, and we named Team Canada Sitting Volleyball, and you both went in that direction. Again, Anna not knowing because you don't watch the show, Josh fully knowing that we went there last week and didn't have a backup just in case. Well, I think it was just a magical run, Garrett, that we were celebrating it along the whole journey. Like It was, yeah. it was over 10-day okay. tournament. That's a great it? explanation. So it makes sense that it overlaps. That's a great right? explanation. Damn There's you and your logic, Josh. Yeah, Brutal. wrong with that. Okay. Well, midway through this this episode, let's just remind us to pick it up, all of us. I think we can do a lot better in this second half, okay? So pick it up here. Let's go. I mean, a little encouragement. And thank you so much for listening. Hit that subscribe button. Comment down below. Who's your clown of the week from this episode? Probably me, but we'll see. Um, nobody will comment, so that's a safe bet. I'm strong contender. Um, okay, let's go to clowns of the week. Um, I don't know if I want to go first. Maybe we should. Maybe we should throw Anna under the bus to go first. Guys, and really put the pressure my clown on. is, it's bad. It's not even funny. It's just the truth. It's not even um, funny. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not a clown. Like, it's just, um, I'm going to throw uh, my clown of the week to Amanda Harnett for, no, it's not funny. It's just the truth. She sent me tarantula videos, like a couple of those from tour. They're everywhere. And it just exposed this sort of scary truth of being on tour which is just creepy crawly insects and it gave me just the, a real bad spook and i didn't love it and that's my clown it's not funny it's just the truth <laughs> can't Hold stand on. it we gotta unpack mm-hmm. this this is this is yeah. bad i agree but secretly mm-hmm. good anna you should have some confidence in yourself here because <sighs> the clown of the week know. isn't amanda because there's a tarantula in her room sure Okay, they had one on the court, and then a big on the court. Dog on the court. Did, you guys, have, you should follow them on Instagram, by the way. Her and Mac, uh, Maria Alex Belanger. They were in. Okay, I'm gonna get this wrong, but they had just gone to Cayman. The one before that, Josh helped me. That was in Dominican that. in Hato Mayor, I believe it's pronounced. Oh yeah, um, just horror stories. <laughs> so that's my clown of the week. Is that number one? My friends had to go through that, which is hilarious. But just some horrible weather, some tarantulas, creepy crawling, size of like my fist on the court, creepy crawling. So that's my clown. Oh they got through it. My God. That is a way yeah. bigger deal than I feel like you're making it out to be, Anna. There's a full on oh, fist wow. size, hand size spider on the court. I mean, you've been on tour. Like, you know that there's some creepy, creepy stuff. No, that I've goes never down, seen that. that. Is... I have never seen no? that in my life. No, that was bad. It was bad. It was bad. That's and they very bad. Kind of brushed it off as funny, and to me, that is the least funny thing I can think of playing volleyball. That we found is ridiculous. we found nails in the court once, like nails, and I would rather find eighteen nails than a tarantula. Creepy. Clown of the week to whoever's hosting that tournament. <laughs> clown, clown of the week. Yes. Yeah. Big so time. that's Narcica. Yeah. Well, are we okay. Supposed- so that's like the fifth clown of the week to Norseka. They're probably the leading scorer for clowns of the week. It's that's that's an easy target, but valid this time. Massive valid. spiders. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's a no. I'm not for afraid me. of spiders, but that's still like scare me. Well, that's incredible. tarantulas. <laughs> tarantulas scare it. Like actually tarantulas or Have just you ever big spiders. One? No, no, like like hairy tarantula. Like it has its own personality, tarantula. Big. I'm in no. shock. You should be. You said yours was bad. That's an awesome clown of the week, Anna. Well, there's no one really to blame here. There's no clown. It's just Amanda for putting that on me now. No, no. She's a Whoever let there be a tarantula on the <laughs> damn court, there's space around the court, right? So it sure. had to crawl um, all the way from wherever it was to the court, which is a, well, wait, so you'd think a long way. Someone was going to interfere. No, no way. If it was coming, it was coming. Nobody was going to go get it? (laughs) 
no chip. There's people just walking around and filming it. Like no one's gonna touch it. Oh Ooh, god. And Amanda's not afraid of spiders? Well, I'm not afraid enough to get that close and film it. I think no, she definitely would be. I mean, if she's not, she strikes me as someone who would be. That's I know she's I'm afraid thinking. of like big cockroach bugs for sure, because we had a bit of a scare in Morocco. I know that for a fact. But <laughs> spiders. Mm. Yeah. So, although, wait a, qu- a question to Josh: Anything freakier than the bathrooms at Ashbridge's Bay in the morning? <laughs> Tell me right now that you're not spooked when you go in there and see. Basically, that scene from Harry Potter, up top, above every stall. Yes, I, I've never seen the spider actually making those webs, but I, I think the thought of it, but like actually seeing like a spider or a snake on the court, I think I would freak out. Have you seen the actual spiders in the bathrooms? I haven't. What are you talking? Oh, you got to frequent the women's bathroom, man. I, I like at least 30 to Yep, 40. Josh, you got to get in the women's bathroom <laughs> and check to it out, dude. the women's washroom. Yeah. Man. I, any any female B12 player will attest to that. Any Team Canada girl. It is the grossest I'm, thing, and it's the worst way to start your day. I'm that's my clown. Cl- spiders are clowns. There's my clown. That's, I mean, listen, I don't think anybody's going to argue with that. Can you imagine, like, yeah. squishing or, like, killing that tarantula? No. Like, what do you do with it? No. What did they do with it? No, no, no. I will say, though, my friend Anna, my, my partner Anna, she squashed a flying cockroach in Morocco. Like uh, probably like this big, like big, big. And it was juicy. Oh, like, she, like she, it haunts her to this day. Oh my god! <laughs> haunts her. The sound, the feeling, the impact, like chills down her legs. Can't talk about it. Okay. After that, <laughs> after all that, we're gonna really sit here and say that people choose beach volleyball over indoor. Yeah. Like, come on! It's a passion. It's a passion. <laughs> It's a passion project. A yeah, passion you do it project. for the love of it. Damn it. Well, we definitely do it for the money, Garrett. So that's what I do it for. Yeah, definitely that. I mean, we yeah. do this show for the money, right? I mean, yeah, I'm in it for the, for the financial compensation. High budget. Yeah, we're totally a lot of... Bu- oh, my gosh. I'm ha- Man, mine are brutal compared to that. That's an awesome clown. Damn it. When I said raise a level, you listened, Anna, and you brought it. So well done. All right, let's just get a little buffer between mine and that. So Josh, why don't you go now? Yeah, why did we make her go first? Hers was the best. I'm gonna. I, again, I didn't know Garrett, that. I'm trying to get people to play beach, and if they want to attend our try it, it's December second to fourth in Toronto. But Garrett, did you know that the FIB has a rule that you have to sign up like 33 days before the tournament or something? Like they ask the players to follow these rules. Yes. Well, Garrett, I know you this. Were, if you I've were signed up for Egypt, it was which was supposed to happen on November 17th, which is soon as we're recording this. Well, you would have found out on November 10th that it was canceled, so they can just like announce events and cancel it you know the week it's happening and just like you know the players i I guess don't have to or excuse me the association doesn't have to follow the same rules the players do and that's not only the only weird one that happened this week garrett uh you know it's 30 days to sign up for a norseka right well we just found out that there's one in three weeks oh and by the way it's the championship like we didn't know this was happening until surprise norseka champs are december 8th so it's just funny garrett that um you think indoor people choose indoor over beach because of you know the the money or other things maybe it's just the general organization of the sport that top down there's weird stuff happening on the beach that i imagine if you were signed up for egypt you would have bought your ticket already you would have made accommodation you would have like gone through all the logistics just to find out that seven days before the first match it's not happening there would have been teams already there there could have been very serious teams already there. Like if you have a pretty good budget, you want to heat acclimate, you want to get the like used to it. Yeah, you could be there. Well, like, or if you're in the qualifier or like, I guess they don't do country quotas anymore. Right, right. But nope. they, yeah, they just surprise November 10th. They canceled a tournament that was supposed to be November 17th. November. Oh my God. That breaks my heart. Kind of. That's a bad clown. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Classic That's though. A clown Classic though. Right there. To cancel the tournament a week before. I got fined for pulling out of a tournament three weeks before the tournament, which was late, apparently. Brutal. Yeah. And Norseka surprise championships in three weeks? So what's... You've missed registration. 
Well, the, yeah, I think they're willing to cherry pick the rules they do enforce, and obviously they're going to let that go. But just from like why I'm annoyed as a coach, it's, it really affects like your periodization, right? Like now you have like one of the biggest tournaments of the year, and it's like surprise, three weeks to get ready for it. So uh, yeah, we'll be ready. We're still going to have a, a good result, Gary. But it's just frustrating that like you you try to take something serious, you try to plan your lifestyle around it, and then it, everything just seems to be a little bit short notice this year, especially on the beach. Mm-hmm. So you oh you yeah. going? You going to take a little little sun trip? Down to the championships? No, no, I won't be attending this one. I, I, to your point, Josh, I do think, I know personally, and with some, some people I've talked to and surveyed, it, the draw to indoor is very much about the organization and the planning. We had talked a lot about decision burnout with beach volleyball, of like having to make all of your own decisions, accommodations, sort of you know, flights, food, yeah. um, safety all that kind of stuff you think about that's real um and that's all sort of taken care of i know when i travel with the indoor team i just put my aeroplan number in like that was my max that i had to do to that's so you know, nice be be involved right in the travel process and you know oh, always safe here so with good. a group foods taken care of so i think that's a big draw to the indoor team and so relieving that level of organization i think um, that made me sad coming to the beach excited doesn't that hurt you josh to hear that it it almost makes me think that i should become a travel agent or something gary like there's got to be a way to help players like and it's not the first one to comment i think when we had simone facto on on passing dimes the a show he talked about uh once he figured out the off-court stuff the on-court stuff became way easier because you can get distracted you can get bogged down like there's players uh grant and pedlo i think slept in the airport one year because they could just like messed up their accommodation or a flight got changed like anna's pointing at herself like it's not it's not a very yeah. clean lifestyle where like, yeah, if you play indoor, it's basically like what time does the bus leave and what time is breakfast? Like you're not making too many decisions, yeah. right? We had to we had to miss the last game of our Narcica that we went to, Simone and Hugo and myself and Anna, because the airline just decided to push it a day earlier. Like our <laughs> so, flight just decided to go like, you know, okay, sorry, we're actually going to leave today. And we're like, oh, there's only one flight off this godforsaken island. So guess we're leaving today. Sorry. And we had to forfeit our last matches. It was like absolutely insane. And we're like, okay, well, we're, I, I you know, hear, sort of a... I didn't hmm? hear a single point you said, Josh, after you said the B, the A show. So <laughs> I, I blacked out a little bit there. So, um, well, I, your camera's I think, blacking out too. So it's good. I, I think that people are <laughs> just going to indoor to get away from you. It sounds like. No, I don't think um, so. I don't think so. By the amount of indoor Anna players said the organization. we had on the show, I think they, they still support what we're doing here to grow the sport of volleyball and you know give our listeners something passionate in the Canadian volleyball scene. But yes, trying to get indoor people to come to beach tryouts has been, uh, it, it's been tough, Garrett. It's been tough. Well, good luck, Josh. But if you keep calling this the B show, then I'm not going to be doing you any favors. Don't go to the tryout. Don't don't go to the tryout. If you're out the there listening and you were thinking about going to Josh's tryout, when's it? December December sixth to ninth? Uh second to fourth in Toronto. Registrations right. so available. So November twenty fifth to November twenty ninth. It's in Vancouver, by the way. Um, <laughs> so book your tickets now. Um don't go yeah. though. Don't go. I don't think people are going to listen to the clown of the show this week. I think, Garrett, you've kind of yeah, buried no. yourself a little bit. You, you've people... lost yourself. Yeah. So if you we support started Garrett the show thoughts, talking about my sharp cuts, but if you want to be on my team hot take and create a benefit in our sport and, and stand for positive change, then I'll see you December second in Toronto. Unbelievable! Unbelievable! <laughs> we started out the show with a hot take of mine from last week and kind of confirming it, and I'm the clown. No. Okay, here here we no go. Way. Okay. My, my clowns of the week, because we haven't gotten to them yet. So, first up, low-hanging fruit, you two, for being on my case this episode. I didn't write that down, though. I have more, believe me. Um, yeah, good. Nolan Langley. Okay, Nolan, thanks for your comment, buddy. But your comment was that you're going to die on the setting distribution hill. That you're going down with that ship. And that's an absolutely clown perspective to take after the few episodes we've had the last few episodes we see guys get set 80 plus times in a match in a win and everybody else get under 10 maybe like guys getting set so many balls you're gonna talk to me about setting distribution you're gonna you're gonna double down on that clown of the week move you gotta back me up here josh 
I, I'm a little offended. I think we should uh, call him on air and actually get him to defend this because uh, I was explaining to Anna the clown of the week because I didn't want her to be too surprised, Garrett. So I, I mentioned that my one that I got the most fired up about was uh, UBC's fifth setter where Neves got over 70 attempts to Hanya got it like in the high 30s and a combined remaining of the team got 21. So you can't tell me Nolan Langley or anyone else who likes the technical, tactical intricacies of the setting position that that is strategy. You're just setting your two best players every single time. Like, didn't we figure out that Max Loge got 16 sets a set. Like, that's just way too much volume for one player. Yeah, everyone was happy, and Max, it was a great performance. He got, like, 37 kills, but it took 82 tries to get there. Like, it was a bit too much. So these setters who claim to be these tacticians, I'm just not buying it, Garrett. I'm not feeling it. Well, I appreciate that, Josh, and I love that about you. And I know we've talked about it a lot in the last several episodes, so maybe you're like, gosh, enough with this. But we have set our crosshairs on anybody who's backing this crap up, okay? This is this is not acceptable. So we're for setter distribution then. We're for that. We want that. Actual no. distribution. And if and nobody checked the, the York U of T box score, and you'll see that uh, a team I'm a part of, we set one guy over 60 times in a four-set match gear. But that's beside the point, okay? The point no, 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 no. That is the point. You set a guy 60 times in a match. If you came on here and were like, oh, we had a great setter distribution <laughs> offense. We're spreading the offense around. You'd be like, you're a complete idiot. So you didn't do that. So you're not the clown of the week. Nolan Langley's doubling down, so he is the clown of the week. It's all about perspective. Oh, not, set, a, set somebody a hundred times if they're going to win you the game. I don't care. I we hope lost. you don't care. Oh, you lost. Yeah, you, tough oh, one, Josh. Maybe you got to look at your setter distribution. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like no, is that like exactly exactly like it, it's, it's kind of meaningless. A- anyway, we we've belabored this point. We've we've crushed it. But we have to crush anybody who tries to surface this. So Nolan brought it up again. We got to bury him. Poor Nolan. Uh, yeah. Okay, I have Poor another Nolan. clown of the week. Um, okay, my other clown of the week. Um, this happened recently, Josh. Because, and I'll tell you the story. I'm starting a new job. So I've had a real job for a number of years now, Anna. Okay, you're taking shots oh, in here. Okay. I've had a big, okay. a big boy job for a number of years. But I'm changing okay. jobs now. So you get the introductions. Oh, you got to meet people, right? You yeah. say, hey, you know, who are you? Where do you come from? Like, what are you about? And part of my history is, well, I played professional beach volleyball, professional beach volleyball for seven years. And when I tell that to people, they go, oh, wow. Like, that's that's super cool. Like, oh, vo- like, you pro? Like, really? Like, people are mildly impressed. I'm not going to, mm-hmm. I'm not going to blow it. They're not like. Whoa, they're not losing their minds about it, but it's a cool thing that people are interested in at least. And then that's a thing they know about. You say, oh, hey, the volleyball, yeah, yeah, that whole thing. You can chat about it. It's a great topic. People seem to like it who aren't volleyball people. Mm-hmm. When you talk to volleyball people about people like me who never were Olympians, I was never an Olympian. Um, I think, yeah, I won the junior worlds, but the bi- the best result I had on the adult tour was a fifth place at an open it was the best thing I won in Orsica one time. I was like a, you know, a middling player. My highest ranking was like 29th in the world. I think Dan and I got to, or I, I don't know, even that, maybe not even that high. Um, but when you talk about people like us, people don't know who we are. And when we do hear that, they go, Oh, were they really, you know, were they really that? Like, did they really play on the national team or did they really do it? And it's like, Anna, maybe you can relate to this is like, you tell people who are volleyball people about what you've done and they're almost like, hmm, like, oh, really? Yeah, you played played on the national beach team, right? Yeah, oh, did you win any tournaments? It's like, come on. Like, people who aren't volleyball players think what I was doing was cool. And so my clown of the mm-hmm. week is to anybody, our volleyball community, for the way we treat the people out there doing it, doing the work, trying to get it done. And I'll include myself in this because I haven't been the best at this and trying to, like, actually see those people and treat those people with like, hey man, they're out there doing it. I'm not out there doing it. So they are, they're willing to put it on the line. So good for them. So I'm taking that shot right now. Do you think that's a a cause and effect of like, 
Volleyball Canada isn't like some other federations around the world. We don't try to like own volleyball. We're literally like Garrett, you and I could register for a tournament. Like you don't have to be on the national team to register to play for Canada. So I'm wondering if there's been players who played at maybe a lower level college or university and somebody sees them go to like a Narsika or like a one star or future and open whatever you want to call the terminology of the tournaments. And they go, oh, that guy, I, I beat up on him in, in U sports. So therefore, like he's not very good. So it's not a big deal to be on the national team. Like I'm wondering where this deflated attitude comes about being like oh you know yeah garrett played beach but you know did he go to the olympics well, no so therefore like even he didn't have right a good there, career right like even right there josh you are you're kind of judging the quality of your participation in the national group because it's so open like oh you and i could register well what if we registered for a tournament josh what if you and i registered for a tournament and went and played five years together we never won a match but we go and we do it like for we, years. We would have got into Cape Town and Brazil Elite 16, just by the way, Garrett. We would have been Elite 16 yeah. athletes. We would have points right now. Yeah. We'd, have, oh, yeah. we'd, yeah. have, we'd be like Canada 3 right we'd now. Have, we'd have Elite 16 points. Yeah. We'd have points. We'd have a result. Have we'd have probably a better had, result than my bests ever. I have not had that experience, Garrett. You haven't? I With people have, in the real world or people in the volleyball community? People in the real world, always excited, always interested, big questions. I will say, I don't know if this is just a guy's thing, but I mean, the girls that I've interacted with in the volleyball world, indoor and beach, even like the more extended, not just the national team, but like bigger picture, always kind of jazzed up for anyone who's doing it. Um, I've never really encountered someone who wasn't interested in what I was doing or, you know, belittled what I was doing. I think there's a lot to be said of like, wow, lucky that you can do that um, with the financial challenge of beach volleyball, um, but never like, never belittling. I don't think I've, I mean, I'm lucky that I don't have that experience. Um, well, you're a nice person, ooh. I think. So <laughs> That's up for think, debate. Are you not a nice person? No, I mean, you seem pretty nice so far. I definitely try to be nice to other people. So maybe other people are also nice to me, but I, I yeah. seriously have not had, I know, I kind of know what you mean, um, but I've never felt that, I, I mean, transitioning from indoor to beach, success looks very different. Obviously going to worlds with indoor is a big deal. Beach was, it was never going to happen to go to world championships. So success looks different, but the people are, that I keep close to me that I'm, I interact with mostly like, know that I'm still succeeding in my own way. I know that's kind of philosophical, but if you know what I mean, no one's really jabbing at the fact that my best result is, you know, a futures right. or, you know, right. getting into a challenger event, you know, it's like, everyone's like, you're doing it. Congratulations. Success in and of itself. You're, you get, so, you get to do this to you, I think mm -hmm. to your face. <laughs> they're saying mm -hmm. that I've never had yeah. anybody go to me and say, what are you doing, you idiot? You're lingering around. You're, you're, you know, like, what are you doing? You're, you're lame. But when you talk about other people with people in the volleyball community, I often get that sense. There's like an immediate judgment of like the value of their contribution. Like, I don't know if you remember the years where we had like the national C group. I don't know if you remember that, but we had this like C group that was designated as like, I don't know. A, B, C. I, I don't know. I was B, I guess. I wasn't valued enough to be A, even though we were, you know, third best team, fourth best team. Oh, we're not A. We're B. Okay. Mm -hmm. So C mm -hmm. are the guys and everyone's going, oh, yeah, national team. Oh, but he's C team. It's always a qualifier, right? So I'm glad people weren't insulting you to your face, Anna. And I'm, they probably weren't <laughs> behind your back either. But well, they very well might be. I do think also, I mean, for me as a player – beach aside like indoor wise i played on the national team but didn't get a lot of playing time so there's probably talk about you know what is she doing out there if you're not playing on the national team what are you doing um probably people saying you know i, I beat her in u sports what is she doing here now and i've i've had those thoughts not necessarily like i've beat her before she's nothing but more like damn like she's on that she's on the team like good for her she must have like showed up and, and really tried out well, rather, you know, rather than just saying, cool, she deserved that. And more like, damn, I've seen her before play. She must have showed up. So I don't think that's like necessarily mean or negative. It's just, you know, the way the world yeah. works for humans. I think we always have, you know, comparing thoughts, et cetera. But 
for sure. And I'm trying to think, I've been this whole time I've been trying to think up of like a good example where I could say somebody's name, where I could like catch mm -hmm. Josh like immediately like just jump on and prove my point exactly. But now, I mean, the game has been outed now. I don't think I could do that. And I don't want to bury somebody else <laughs> exactly making the point about not burying them. But like, there are players who when I tell, oh yeah, they're, you know, who are you training with? Oh yeah, we ended up with this guy. Oh. Like even just that is just such a like, it, I mm. it just bothers me. It bothers me now way more than it did when I was, in it and i've probably been the guy making those same comments before um now on the flip side have you ever seen anybody who like goes and plays in one tournament or like not even a tournament and then tells everybody they were on the national team mm, like we have people do that no. right or do does nobody do that do like we maybe one or two do that you know I'm, I'm trying to think. You can if put I'm anything ever... in your Instagram caption. You can write anything. I know. Right Bold. You just put right. a flag beside volleyball and a flag. Yeah. No, everybody <laughs> that I that has that is has been a part of the team. That everybody that I know. No. Nope. Right. Like, what if I've never had? Okay, any so, experience. so I, I forget. Somebody told me a story about like the our swimming Canada national team leading up to the Olympics, and how all the swimmers who didn't qualify still went and trained with the the swimmers who were trying to go to the Olympics and that those players like still got treated and valued and were like that was part of the national team going even though it's swimming where you like have no interaction with each other right and they're they didn't qualify they're training for nothing but they go and we're just mm -hmm. part of it with them the way we treat those people in volleyball like who just the training people who come and play it's like they're not even part of the team at all. Right? Or am I crazy here? No, that I see in a very large volleyball context as well with practice players on university teams, every like, practice players on the national team who actually help get the team there but don't get the accolades really. And that, you know, as someone who's been that, that kind of sucks as the receiving end of that for sure. Yeah. I only bring that up, Josh, because I'm trying to be a practice player and get some credit, get some something I can put on my Instagram <laughs> profile. A job. So I can play, so I can just yeah. claim that I'm still part of the national team, Josh. Could you do that? You sit awfully silent, and you know what it is? I'm seeing it in your eyes. You're the volleyball snob we're talking about here. It's uh, you. I definitely have, have people within my friend circle who definitely go harsh on other people. No, I was sitting silent. Uh, my kid's crying in the background, so sorry if the audio's picking that up. But uh, oh. no, Garrett, I, I definitely I it's see not, that. It's just your whining. No. Um, <laughs> Garrett, if you're going to be a practice player at university, I, I recommend you listen to the Jaron Mueller episode on Passing Dimes because he mentioned when he was at U of A, they like to like mimic other people. They would like dress like them. Like if you were supposed to be like Garrett May in practice, like you would you know walk a certain way, talk a certain way, maybe do stuff with your hands. Like he would find a way to really replicate. What so are you saying? Even, you, have, you have some characteristics, Garrett. I think somebody like if Anna wanted to be you for Halloween, we could get it in the first guess, I think. Like, we I can think. make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't I don't like that. You think I'm that predictable. <laughs> I think you have character. I think you have charisma. I think oh, yeah. I'm, not I'm going to change it all completely right now because of that. Totally different guy it. now. You can't, can't change no, it. Can't. You can't change it. No, I, I can't. But no, like there are teams who like when you are in the box squad, I think there's still ways to make you feel valued or like one small oh, thing yeah. that uh, New Wave Volleyball Club does in Volleyball BC. Uh, Gabe Berlak, who won provincial championships, he's a coach there. But like all the kids got to like touch the trophy and take a picture with it because if you're part of the club, you help that person like be successful. Right. So I think like little things like that can go a long way versus, yeah, the, the things about like, oh, oh, so and so's on the national team, says this person and somebody's rebuttal right away is, oh, but they're on the C team. Like they're not really a part of it like they don't get to sit with us at lunch you know like it, that type of vibe like it it definitely exists separate Garrett? tables no I, I, everyone's a family now Garrett but there was a time where like if you were a senior athlete and you were in the weight room like the B team athletes weren't allowed in the weight room because we couldn't disrupt like what the A team people were doing like why would you mm -hmm. do that like informally like that or like not there's a rule list anymore uh, there was a rule list there was somebody enforcing that for sure mm -hmm. actually I don't know Josh do you feel that that doesn't exist anymore I, I came in at a time where that is not a thing. I think it's better than it was. I think I think also people like who care. We talked about this with Sarah Pavin on the show. 
she is a very nice person, won't talk to anyone, but there's people who like have expectations in their mind what Sarah's like and they just won't go talk to her. So they think like Sarah has an influence over the environment. But if you honestly just say good morning and talk to her, she'll talk to you. So I think there's just like maybe certain people on a pedestal or maybe like if you're trying out for the junior national team and you see like maybe TJ Sanders at one time or Gord Perrin or Kira Van Reich, you go, oh, that that's so-and-so. And as a fan of volleyball, you get intimidated. But you realize if you talk to these people for five seconds, they're super nice. So. Yeah, um, I've learned, I learned that with uh, this year with like talking to Mel. Mel is my idol. Heather's my idol. All these people that are actually just human beings and just female volleyball players that have a lot in common with you know the rest of us. Um, You're right. But I feel like you have a lot in common. Divided. All guests on Sharp Cuts. Jeez. <laughs> you haven't made it till you've been on Sharp Cuts. So anyone yes. who hasn't been on, hit us up on Instagram and we'll get you on the show. Uh, well, you're not anybody know. until you're on Sharp Cuts. Until you... But only the, you'll only 59. answer if they have national team, Canada national team right. in, in their, their Instagram, Instagram bio. bio. Yeah. yeah, like we, we're not taking it. just anybody here, and we no, don't want I, any I C team them. members. Then the C team no, garbage no. on the show. No. Oh wait, oh no, right. We, <laughs> Do you, do you have right, references? No, no. Oh, oh, sorry. You only played for George Brown College. Sorry, we can't yeah. have you on the yeah, show. Yeah, right. Okay, no. shoot. Yeah, no, not that. We accept all. Uh, maybe not that either. Uh, it's a slippery slope. <laughs> so, Josh, how does it feel being one of the people who's gotten over that fear of approaching a, a big-time volleyball name when you approached Sarah Pavin and asked her to be on the show. You've overcome that fear, Josh. Yeah, I'm trying Spread to think. Spread your wisdom. Trying to think who in the volleyball community I would be starstruck of. Because, like, uh, I've been starstruck before, Garrett. I don't know if you know, but Anna's mom is a big shooter in the movie community. and It was a big part of Mean Girls. So if you ever see her in person, like, it, I've seen Mean Girls enough times. Good. And, no, okay, no, Josh. Listen, no. Anna, your dad. I'd be seeing your dad would be. I, he'd be like, I oh, am. my God, that guy's been on a movie. I'm blown away by Josh right now that he knows that my mom did Mean Girls. That's so Josh funny. is a creep. <laughs> Josh is an absolute creep. No, that's a good thing. We want the recognition. Come on. The Mean Girls Jingle Bell Rock Dance, Donna Fjord. Iconic. YouTube it right um, now. YouTube it so right now. Star Trek by Donna Fjord? <laughs> Jingle Bell Rock Dance. You know the Mean Girls. You've seen Mean Girls, Garrett? Yes. You know, the big leg slapping dance with the Jingle yeah. Bell? Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, imagine I'm not, imagine I'm not, a forty year imagine a forty five year old woman doing it. Yeah, how are you not impressed right now, Garrett? Who would I'm I not, be starstruck by? Maybe if I I'm saw Arch Cry in person like or Carrie Walsh Jennings. I think if I saw Carrie in like an elevator, I'd be like, Oh, I, w- I wouldn't say anything, I don't think. I think that'd be Oh yes, you would. She'd be super friendly. She'd probably say hi first because she knows what a big like light oh. she shines. But No, I'd say hi to Carrie. Not I'd try to play thing. it like she knew me. Like cause we met before. So I'd like try to like, hey, and like try to pretend like we knew each other well, even though we don't. But I try to like big leaguer. <laughs> like, hey, Carrie, long time no see. And she's like, who the hell is this guy? Oh, that's mortifying. <laughs> You're going to big time Carrie Walsh Jennings. Don't even try. This is... Ludwig, I wouldn't be able to speak to Ludwig. I don't think I'd be able to say words. Number one. Number oh, one, you like would. That. No, you would. She she is the nicest person ever. Oh, like, I don't know, Rich. Man. When we were on tour, before she was even like a top player, Rich introduced me to her, and oh, yeah. I had no business being in that. But she's super nice, so yeah, you totally okay. Could. All right, fair enough. Phil Dalhauser would be tougher to talk to, though. Okay. That'd be a tough guy to say hello struck. to. That would be yeah. star. And he's quiet, like he's not like a talker. So like he's not like. That's hard. You'd be like hey, you'd be like hey. <laughs> That's it. Hey. So. Oh, hey, how's it going? I don't know. Oh. Volleyball's, volleyball's an interesting community. I feel like you can kind of say hi to everybody. Especially hey, in the beach world. Go say hi to everybody and get them on the show. Yeah, for sure. Get them come to tryouts. <laughs> get come, yeah, get them come to the tryouts. <laughs> say hi to all Hey, Phil. Yeah. Hey, we're having hey. national team tryouts <laughs> December hey. 2nd to 4th. You want to come make an appearance? Open national team tryouts December 2nd to 4th in Toronto, Garrett's uh, registration still open. Do you think there are any listeners who are on the fence still? Even after last week, after you promoted it last week. I don't do think, think there's anybody Garrett, out there. I don't think any direct listeners, but maybe they're going to tell someone about it and be like, oh, like, hey, uh, you're you're not going to go pursue indoor. Maybe you should give this beach thing a shot. You know, come hang out with Josh and Anna at the center. And then they're going to go, yeah, that doesn't sound half bad. Okay, so for the one listener who that applies to, 
Yeah. Maybe two. Do it. Do Be it. Tell them though. Tell them though how Strong's low right. the bar is, because they're thinking in their head right now. They're thinking, "Oh, I know somebody," but they're not. They're not good enough to be on the national team, but you need to frame this so that they understand. No, you could be. Again, more venomous language from Garrett. Tell them how low the bar is. I don't think the the bar is that low, Garrett, but it is kind of. Is that that a hot You are the bar. You are the bar, Garrett. Weird stage in the cycle, Garrett, where let's just say we're we're looking for new blood and and we're open for business, Garrett. We would consider, you know, it's an open tryout for a reason. We're looking for new blood. Listen. Cut the crap, okay? You're giving me this diplomatic language. I'm here to anger translate what you're saying. The bar is low. If you if you can pass, set, and hit, you're good enough to be on the national team. So come to the tryout. According to Garrett, if you can play indoor, you can play beach. So anybody's welcome. Actually, if Pretty you can play it. indoor, you can definitely play beach. So you should definitely do that. If you play indoor and you've never played beach, Josh will You'd give you a You'd be good at beach, is what Garrett says. 80%. What is it, 80%? Of indoors is beach, basically. Be able to hit, no. pass, be athletic. Is that what you said? No, I never said that. I never said that. Yeah, not going to learn anything on the OVA tour. Is that what you said? Yeah. I did say that. that was a and I stand that by that. The original I'll double down take. on okay. that. No, I'll double down. Okay. Absolutely. Because okay. so Josh doesn't run the OVA tour anymore. So what else are you going right. to You can't learn from Canada's number one beach crew when there's no more Canada's number one beach crew. Yeah, I think that is a hot take, Garrett, that uh, they should take that off their shirt when I'm ever at an OVA event and I see the beach crew walking by with Canada's number one beach crew on it. They haven't earned it. They don't deserve it. I don't think they, they are number one in Canada. I think, and I would say that to Suzanne's face, maybe she should come on the show and defend it. But uh, I'm going to say the beach tour in Ontario peaked when Garrett May and Josh Nickel were on staff. Wow. Josh, when you know that, what? You've given me a hard time this episode, but it's come full circle when you say stuff like that. And it really reminds me why we're together yeah. on this show, Josh. I appreciate it. 2014, I think. And it wasn't that long ago. It wasn't 2004. It was around 2014, I think, okay. was the peak. Maybe 2012 wow. was really the peak. And then, like, it kind of declined afterwards. Okay, but... here's a hot take. Okay. Because okay. we're a crew. We run this show. So we're a crew. And we discuss beach so in a way we're a beach crew and so we we need to challenge the beach crew to a beach crew off for who really is canada's number one beach crew because it could be us josh it could be us and you know what garrett i would like a third team to be nominated in this contest i would like the players to be there because garrett nothing annoyed me more than when we would set up for the ova beach events and the players would complain oh my net's a little low these lines are off but then you're down there on like a random tuesday and you see the national team players set up their own stuff there's no way it's regulation so they used to complain and say oh the net height's supposed to be to like this wrinkled line on my fingers i've seen the stuff the national team players try to practice on it's embarrassing (laughs) at best garrett yeah, like I'm pretty confident I could high, set up. First of all, well, we practice too high on, on yeah, because you don't know the net height. You don't actually know because the regulation. Because we don't know the net height. <laughs> Good, I have literally no idea. Good. Too high. Get better. Always. Yeah. Yeah. Josh, I think Still you and I, two man bat beach crew, could go and set up all the courts at Ashbridges faster with us two than the entire current roster of the OVA beach crew. Are you saying that because it's November and they don't have a current beach crew? A, a bold claim. A bold I, claim. I'm saying that because I, I'm that confident in our ability. I, I don't know. I, I have mad respect for the OVA beach crew. Mad respect because they do a lot. And I don't know if you two could trump that. I just don't see it. Yeah, I, I don't like your tone here, Hannah. You don't, you don't take have Take that as my hot take of the evening. Take, that's my hot take. Josh well, it's and not a hot take. It's just a chirp. It's just a sharp cut. Crew. It's just a shot at us. Yeah. Straight. Not a hot take. It's just an insult. It's just a shot take. Yeah. It's just an insult. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah, it's an insult. Sure. Right After on. a full hour of chatting with you, and I told you you were a nice person, said you, you said, you said on this show you like to try to be nice to people. You end sure. the show with a full shot at Josh and I. At, at Canada's second best beach crew. Yeah. Hey, I, like I would that. take that too. I would There's take a ring that to too. that. Canada's number two beach crew. That also doesn't Canada, sound good. You know what? It does sound good. Canada's number two beach crew. Yeah, it's better. Rhymes. Yeah. It's like it a silver worlds, right? Like we're we're top two. Well, top two. And neither of you are yeah. MVP. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Not Harsh. yet. Harsh. Not yet. Okay. Have we, do you think we've successfully scared away the remaining listeners or do we think we need to go down a little even further? I think we've scared them off. 
You think nobody's listening right now? Like that's probably will, guaranteed. Will, will anybody hear this? <laughs> we don't know. How how do you find that out? I know the average view duration on YouTube, and it shows me the graph when people leave. So on YouTube, okay. I can confirm or deny. I don't know how we can tell on uh, the podcast. I'm not sure well, either. Best to be left surprised then, right? So let's just trust that somebody's watching right now. And thank you. Thank you so much for listening or watching whatever you're doing. And, you know, be a friend, tell a friend. If you're so passionate, you probably don't know anybody else who cares. So, But if you do, mm-hmm. let them know. Yeah, like if anyone's actually listening to the end because they're a fan, like they're really like the number one fan of the show. If you're listening because like you're doing dishes or laundry and it just kind of got like left on in the background and like it was on two times speed. But like if you made it this far as an actual fan, I think there's one of you right now and you should find a way to get in touch with us because we want to know who you are. <laughs> You're yeah, coming the on the show. Are... Let's hear the next guest. Yeah, yeah, we need him on the show. And for yeah, anybody who's just listening because you left it on and you like can't get to turn it off yet, like it's out of reach. Yeah. Like you, you're doing something, you're like, oh, it's over. Like just this is your warning. Like the episode's ending, so like go and just turn it off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> our grating voices will come to an end. <laughs> if you're not sick so, of us already, you sure as heck are now. Okay. It's been a real well, Anna, pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we appreciate it. We appreciate your, you. uh, your your hot takes and uh, your thoughts. So uh, appreciate it, thank Josh. You for always a pleasure. Bamboozling. Yes, we appreciated your trickery, Josh, to get in on the show. And thank yeah. you, lone listener, for not listening to us and not turning it off. But now you can. That'll do it, and we will see you next time.